one plus one equals three is an equation that only makes sense in the mind of an entrepreneur. The only problem is most entrepreneurs don't have enough time in a day to actually make that happen, leading to the business epidemic of unfulfilled hopes and dreams. This is where today's guest and his company are making a difference in the lives and businesses of hospitality entrepreneurs across the country. Sabado Sagaria, a restaurateur, master sommelier, and founding partner of Opry Crew Hospitality, continues to build his very successful career by partnering with innovative hospitality brands to take their ideas and aspirations to the next level. In today's episode, we learn more about Sabado, Osprey Crew Hospitality, and his perspective on what's next for the hospitality industry. Thanks so much, Sabado, for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. So the first thing I always like to do before we get into it is talk about the first time I ever met someone. And when we first met was probably in the last year and a half. I had just joined Aprio and it was David Spongem put together a dinner. And I felt like I met a celebrity because I feel like for the last 12 plus years from USHG, I've always heard about you and all the amazing things being done. And it was the first time we were ever in a room together. And it was really just a wonderful, wonderful dinner, but also great to finally meet. So that's our first time meeting. So thanks for that. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I even went home and wrote my diary like today. I met Dana at last. (laughs) At last. So Apre Crew was something that we started uh, amidst the pandemic. And it is the way I like to describe it. It's like a hospitality group with five hospitality companies underneath it. And so we provide support, back office support strategy, um, operational uh, assistance and financial um, support to help restaurants grow. That's amazing. And I know, like you just said, you have five different brands started during the pandemic. What drew you to these brands, right? So many people were having problems. So many people needed help in all of those segments. How did you get these? And do you want to tell us what they are? So let's see, The, the, the our partners are, please don't tell in Crift Dogs, um, uh, Speakeasy and Hot Dog uh, Stands in East Village was the first one. Uh, we partnered with uh, Leah Cohen at Pig and Cow and Piggyback. And we have Glazed Teriyaki, which is a quick service concept. Uh, Mark Forgione for restaurant Mark Forgione, peasant, and we opened one fifth with him. And then in Los Angeles, we uh, partnered with Luda Lefebvre, who has uh, Petit Trois, a fen- two French bistros out there. And so I think the way we were drawn to them was uh, they were all really successful operations. Um, they had really great brand equity. And I think talking with them, we were aligned from a culture standpoint. and. What they realized what got them here is not going to necessarily get them to the next phase of growth. And so being able to, to offer our support with that um, as partners um, could help them grow and achieve that. So it's sort of like the, the one plus one equals three. Right. And you keep saying our, so it's obviously you and a team, but what's the part of the background? What's part of your background do you bring to this as you as the, as a human, not just as your team? As a human, yes. As a Thank human you. being, what do you do? Um, so... I came up on the operation side, um, you know, running restaurants, hotels, restaurant groups. And, um, you know, I think during the, the pandemic, a lot of us held up a mirror and said, okay, what, what, do, what do we enjoy doing or, or what do we do best? And, and for me, I realized that I really like growing things and that's people, that's brands, that's concepts, um, careers. And so having worked in both the front of house, back of house and led teams, you know, that you know, running 22 restaurants in, in 13 states wow. and helping grow that felt that I could work with these folks to understand their operations, help uh, systematize it, and really help create a, a solid foundation on which we could then grow. And so that's where I'm actively involved in, in, in the operations with the teams to help do that. So it doesn't require uh, uh, myself or um, our team to be in a restaurant every single day to have a pulse on it. 
which allows us to then start being more strategic and playing chess, not checkers. Oh, I never heard that term, but I'm going to steal it. I didn't create it, but. But I'll give you credit. So the, the brand you took, obviously five totally different brands. You have fast casual all the way to fine dining. I know from your experience running other restaurant groups, you it's not that's not new to you, but the operations are so different. The what people are looking for is so different. In this post, I hate using this, but post pandemic, we're you know we're now finally everyone's growing, but we're having new struggles. What are you seeing and using to help really do that? One plus one equals three, right? To what are the commonalities amongst all these people where the struggles are? Yeah, well, yes, and I think what we try to do is how we can have a similar infrastructure across all the concepts, but allow them each to exhibit themselves in their own personality, their own culture, their own experience for their guests, and so. It's really giving them the tools to understand how the vital signs of the operation are doing. And so whether that's the, the fun stuff like, you know, labor, um, cost of goods, uh, P&Ls, numbers, that we're able to see that on a daily, weekly basis so that we're not just fingers crossed at the end of the month um, waiting to see how we did and we can catch those. So we're being more proactive and we can make give them the tools to make decisions um, in their business in the moment rather than letting a week or, or multiple weeks um, pass and miss that opportunity. So, and that also allows them to um, focus on the guests and not have to dig through or, or uh, find a needle in a haystack. Right, let them do what they're good at and you do what you're good at. Yeah. Of the brands, growth brands, which one are you looking to grow? Are we allowed to talk about that? Or are we taking a deep breath? You know, I think um, for, for us, the attraction was each one has an ability to grow in different ways. And okay. so, um, PDT, for example, it's like, oh, are those our first one? You got a hot dog stand and a cocktail bar. You're like, that's cool. Like, but how does that result in growth? And so, also, does everybody have a telephone booth that already is in the place that you could walk through to get <laughs> one to the other? Not everybody. Not <laughs> everybody does. Um, but for that one, for example, we feel that we can, um, we have one in Hong Kong in the Mandarin Oriental. So I think there's opportunities to do other PDTs around, um, around the world in, in iconic locations. Uh, we also think we can do other cocktail bars in New York and beyond. We're also doing private label mixers for JetBlue and for Aspen Ski Company. So um, for right. um, helping uh, up the cocktail program for uh, locations that might be limited in labor or facilities and, and what they can do. Um, Pig and Cow, we are uh, looking to grow. Um, we have another one that's in the works there. And Peasant is a, a growth brand that we're looking at um, as well. And then Petit Trois is a French bistro. So each one has a different arm uh, or extension that can grow, um, but it, it really starts with having that solid foundation um, from the beginning. You just said about helping the cocktail program grow. So a little bit kind of shifting a little. You have a love and passion for cocktail and wine too, as you. Tell me, because I think that's also so interesting that you have this operational background, you're so smart and strategic there, but also this passion and love for cocktail wine. I know, for example, at One Fifth, there's that huge, amazing Negroni bar. Mm -hmm. How does something like that start? So. In a previous life, uh, I was a sommelier, um, and so really my, my passion was for wine and all types of libations over the years. And I think as we look at a restaurant, for example, it's not just saying what is the food going to be, what's the concept, but how you can really think about the overall experience and think of that through the hospitality, through the design, um, through the food, the wine, cocktails, and give it a very unique point of view. And so at One Fifth, for example, we have, you know, it's a sort of Italian-American influence um, of the restaurant and I'm Italian and, you know, we're traveling through Italy. There's all these great regional Amari. And so we wanted to have, uh, you know, all 20 Amari, our regions represented through Amari. And um, I was actually in Rome and there was went to a cocktail bar 
and they sat us at a piano and that was our table for the night and like this is kind of cool and so as we were trying to fill this certain space that we had in the restaurant I said oh what if we get a piano and use that as our uh, piano bar for Amari and Negronis? And so that's how it all came to be. And it's surprising how easy it is to get a piano in New York. They just give them away. If really? Just, nobody wants to buy a piano and everybody who has a piano that doesn't need it wants to wants get out of their apartment. And so okay. they'll say, take my piano, please. Right, exactly. Just take it. Yes, just take it. Gotcha. And the sound world, still yeah. involved. Still yeah, love so it. Uh, yes, I was just uh, administering the master sommelier exam in Portland uh, earlier this week. And, you know, I look at the doors that that opened up for me in my career and the mentors and, and friendships I made throughout that. And so a chance to, to give back and to help other people use wine to unlock new opportunities is, is really rewarding. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I think what are you thinking about for the future? Like the next, if you look six months, a year, five year plan for in the restaurant space, both, you know, your coastal, I'm sure at some point you're going to move off the coast and, you know, into the center of the country, I would imagine. But what are you thinking as far as an industry as a whole? Like, what do you think the next things that are that are going to happen to us? Oh, wow. That's not a broad question or anything. I know, uh, but it gives you an, a choice to answer it however you want. Yeah, I think it's a really exciting time. Um, I think the pandemic forced us all to reevaluate how we operate. It forced consumers to experience and engage with food and hospitality in different ways. And so I think it unlocks a new opportunity to connect with people in, in different parts of the country. And, and there's a lot more opportunity than there was before as we start to figure out what this new direction is. So I think you see the spurts of growths in, in the past year and a half uh, in different parts of the country. I think that'll continue and new parts will emerge. So, you know, there's sort of this migration of people and now they're saying hey where i moved from whatever city that was i miss some of those um really exciting restaurants and, and bars and i want that and so that's a chance for us to go into those new markets and you know have some some people that are going to really appreciate that and we'll be able to be additive to those communities so i think it's an exciting time right it's almost like taking the gold belly model but making it in real life taking yeah. all your favorite things from everywhere and Right. Asheville, North Carolina might need a New York restaurant if a lot of people from New York keep moving there. 100%. I love it. Well, Sabdo, I love speaking to you. Thank you so much for being a guest. And I look forward to seeing you soon at One Fifth. Amazing. Can't wait. We'll raise a glass. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dana Delivers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to encourage you to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and share it with your friends, colleagues, and anyone else who could benefit from it. We have great conversations with top leaders in the restaurant, franchise, and hospitality space where they offer their knowledge and expertise and give us valuable insight into these industries. If you have any questions or observations you'd like to share with me, please reach out at Dana Zukowski at aprio.com or visit our website at aprio.com to learn more about all the different ways aprio can help your business thanks for tuning in and i look forward to delivering more valuable content soon